it may be a sign that your boundaries are less than healthy. If you believe that giving and helping others is part of what makes you worthy, you are important. You do matter, right? It's not your to-do list being a million miles long or you doing all of the things or you taking care of everyone and everything. That's not what makes you worthy. It's not wearing your super mom cape that makes you worthy. Hey there, I'm Ani Michalski, wellness coach, therapist, and mom to half a dozen amazing kiddos. This podcast is for moms who desperately need a break, but refuse to take one. You know who you are. You have a jam-packed schedule, and you're so busy doing everything for everyone else, you don't leave any time for you. What's up with that? Well, no more. Take off your superwoman cape and learn how to put yourself on your to-do list. This is the Moms Without Capes podcast. Hey there, super moms. What you're listening to today has been recorded live inside my Facebook community, Moms Without Capes. Because of this, you may hear me talking to the moms who are tuning in live and leaving comments in real time. But know that the content is super valuable and meant to help you discover and fall in love with who you are underneath your super mom cape. If you want to be part of my amazing community of moms who are getting comfortable with hanging up their capes, and be there at the live recordings of this podcast? Come find us on Facebook or check out the show notes for the link to join my group, Moms Without Capes. Hope to see you in the group. Today, we're going to talk about boundaries are a good thing. So I've talked about boundaries before on various podcasts. Um, episode 71, which was only a few weeks ago, I did a great interview with Shonda Jones all about boundaries. Um, boundaries have come up in different episodes as well. So let me know if you're interested in learning more and I will post some other episodes. There's going to be bits and pieces in all of them. When I was just, before I came on live here today, I was looking through my list of podcasts and I couldn't find any that had boundaries in the title, except for that interview with Shonda. But I know that I have definitely talked about boundaries before because um, in preparation for this Facebook live or this episode today, I was like, this sounds so familiar. Like I know I talked about it on lives and on podcasts before. So definitely check out some older episodes if you want to learn more. I mean, even episodes that I did about balancing life as a mom, which was way back when um, I know I talked about boundaries in that too. So let me know if you are watching this live. I have my phone right here. So I am going to um, try to remember to refresh it and check comments as they come in. Let me know if you're watching this live or do hashtag replay if you are watching the replay of it. So today is an exciting day in our house. I'm taking um, our younger, our 15 year old daughter to go get her driver's test today at one. And then tomorrow I'm taking my, our 15 year old son who they are twins and he is going to go take his test tomorrow. So Hopefully one of them, if not both of them, get their license. And um, yeah, so I'm taking off the afternoons for today and tomorrow to take them. You know, I remember back when I was 16 and I was going to get my license in Pennsylvania. You had to be 16. Here in Montana, you only have to be 15. They did driver's ed last year, but I can still remember summer of 1992 when I was um, my mom. Just, just to share this, this quick story, my mom was actually pregnant and with my sister. So I'm 16 years older than my younger sister, Marguerite, and she was due probably that last week of July. And my birthday is August 1st. So I was going to turn 16 like that August, August 1st. And I think you had like a 
two week thing where you can go get your license or whatever. And all I want to do is take my mom to take me out driving, you know, that whole summer, my mom being like eight, nine months pregnant. I'm sure that was the last thing she wanted to do. Probably, you know, a little dangerous. I remember my dad taking me out a lot, probably for good reason. You know, my mom wasn't going to risk an accident when she was like eight or nine months pregnant and being like a 16 year old that's all I cared about was me getting my license so I was probably like you know totally preoccupied with that and I didn't know what it was like to be pregnant or any of that so I think back at that summer and I just laugh like my gosh god bless my mom who like was ready to burst and having to deal with a 16 year old who was so excited about going out driving so anyway so that was how many years? I feel like that was, that was a lot of years ago, 30 something years ago. And here we, 30 years, I guess exactly 30 years. And um, here we are 30 years later and we're bringing our twins to go get their license. So lots of good memories and hopefully they do well and they get their tests. We were out parallel parking yesterday. They were showing my skills because of course we didn't really do much parallel parking during their hundred hours of practice. Um, but yeah, they're doing good. So fingers crossed. Stay off the sidewalk if you're in Montana. <laughs> no, no, they're, they're actually doing pretty good. So today we're going to talk about boundaries are a good thing. So what happens when you don't have boundaries? Well, first, before we get into that, what are boundaries? So boundaries are those limits that we put upon ourselves, like we put on ourselves and we put to keep us safe to protect us, right? So they can be physical boundaries. Like when you're walking and you're getting close to someone, you know, you can feel when your personal space is being invaded. And often... Um, it's typical that you hold closer physical boundaries to people that you love, like your kids, you know, you let your kids get a lot closer to you sitting on your lap, you know, hugging your, stroking your face, like that physical boundary, you let your kids get a lot closer than you would somebody off the street, right? Like somebody you don't know, or even somebody that you just come in like professional contact with, you know, there's different boundaries. Boundaries are fluid and they are permeable, meaning that some, you know, they're not, they're not rigid. Well, you could have rigid boundaries. And a lot of times that is not healthy as well. So that's a physical boundary. We also have like the emotional boundary, you know, what we allow people to say to us or do to us or like how they treat us. Those are all like those emotional boundaries. We have time boundaries, you know, how much we allow, how much time we allow ourselves to do something or how much time we allow others to take from us. And a lot of times as super moms, we struggle with that time boundary. And that's where we get overscheduled and overextended because we give too much of our time to others and we don't have any time left to practice self-care or to do things that, you know, are going to help you get back in touch with yourself and help you love yourself right? And do things that are good for you because you give all of that time away. So when you don't have poor boundaries, it can, or when you don't have, when you have poor boundaries, right? When you don't have healthy boundaries or they're too rigid or they're too poor, I guess the opposite of rigid would be too permeable or too flexible, right? Like when those boundaries are anything but healthy, it can create a lot of stress. And we know that stress is not good when there's too much of it right? Some stress, you know, you can perform under, under some stress, but when it gets to be too much, that's where you experience all kinds of negative symptoms. And I know that I've done episodes about stress. So with stress in the title, so you can definitely do a search about that. But when you, when your boundaries are not the healthiest, you can experience that overwhelming stress. It also can create some financial burdens. It can waste your time, it can create lots of relationship issues. Like if your boundaries are too rigid and you, you're not 
you struggle with like being vulnerable, right? Brene Brown talks a lot about vulnerability. And I just interviewed in the last hour, um, a, a woman who will be coming, you'll, you'll hear it in a few weeks, an episode all about um, fatigue and energy, right? Because we need to protect our energy. But she, one of her books, as if you're listening to my podcast, then you know, towards the end of every guest episode, I ask them what book they would recommend. And um, Dr. Lisa Savani is who I just interviewed. And she, one of her books, she, she couldn't choose just one, she chose three, but one of them was um, just, it was a Brene Brown book about vulnerability. And so if you're, if you are too, like, if you struggle with being vulnerable, right? Cause it's scary to do that then it's going to impact your relationship. Or if you're too, you know, if you, if you just put it all out there and you don't care about that, that can also negatively impact your relationships. It also creates feelings of unworthiness, like feeling worthless. That, that can be a side effect or that can be a direct, not even a side effect, that can be a direct consequence of not having healthy boundaries. Low self-esteem, Right, if you're continually letting people treat you like a like well, treat you like a doormat, that's not good for your self-esteem at all. In fact, it has the opposite, the inverse effect, and it's going to create um, a decline in how you feel about yourself and how you perceive yourself. It's going to create all sorts of negative feelings. Poor boundaries can lead to you feeling very resentful, can can lead to anger, disappointment, and power imbalances in relationships right? When you're continually letting other people decide how you're going to use your time or how you're going to use your space, then you're going to feel like that you don't have much power. You're going to feel like that, that there's a complete imbalance in your relationships with other people. Now, let's talk about the benefits of having good boundaries, of having healthy boundaries, boundaries that, you know, protect you, but also help improve those relationships. So the number one boundary, the number one benefit of having healthier boundaries is, you know, an improvement in your mental and your emotional health. It also helps you in your physical health. So like just in your overall health, when you are able to exercise healthy boundaries, your overall health is also improved. It prevents burnout. When you're constantly letting go of your boundaries or not having healthier ones in place, it's a quick road to burnout, right? And I, I've done episodes about burnout, done Facebook lives about burnout. I've had guests on about burnout because it's super, you know, it's very common in the super mom population, right? Moms that are thinking that they have to do all the things and they don't take the time to, to slow down and relax because they're constantly, you know, doing, doing, doing. That is your quick road to burnout. And so learning how to put healthier boundaries in place is going to slow down. You know, it's going to take you off of that road to burnout and create for you an opportunity for a healthier life, for a healthier and happier life. For the first 10 years of being a mom, I told myself that I did not have the time to go out with friends or to learn a new hobby. I told myself that my focus now had to be on my children and they were my responsibility and my responsibility alone. I would feel guilty if I did anything fun without my children and husband, and I'd feel resentful since my husband seemed to just come and go without any of the kids even noticing. I, on the other hand, would get bombarded by my kids if I said I was going for a walk alone, so I stopped trying. I stopped making dates with friends, and I stopped knowing who I was. 
I didn't know how to ask for help and I felt weak and like I wasn't a good mom because I wanted it. I needed help, but I didn't know how to ask. I became a control freak, really, trying to control everything and everyone because if things weren't in order, it reflected on me and my worthiness. I filled my plate. Boy, was I busy. I volunteered. I led groups. I got involved in everything. Looking back, I can see clearly that I was trying to prove my, my worth, but really it was exhausting and it led me to feeling like a failure because I just couldn't keep up. I fed myself all kinds of lies. I don't have time. I don't need that walk. I can do this alone. I thought that the world was going to fall apart if I did something I enjoyed. And I told myself this for so long, I actually stopped knowing what it was that I even enjoyed. Sad, I know. But can you relate? I felt trapped by my own excuses, but it wasn't until I started recognizing them for what they were that I was able to finally break free from them. I created a guide to help other moms break free from the lies and to start taking care of themselves. It took me 10 years. It definitely doesn't have to take you that long. I'll put the link to this guide in the show notes so that you can grab your copy and be on your way to breaking free from the guilt and start rediscovering who you are under that mom hat. It also, you know, if having poor boundaries impacts, negatively impacts your relationships, the opposite is also true. When you have healthier boundaries in place, your relationships are going to naturally improve. They're going to have, they're going to be better quality. You know, they're going to just be richer relationships or deeper relationships when you're able to, to set those healthy boundaries. You're going to feel, again, the opposite. You're going to feel less stress. You're going to feel less anger, less resentment. You know, all of those things that created that imbalance of your relationship, it's going to help create healthier relationships. You're going to actually have that time and space and your energy to be able to do the things that you want to do. If it's been so long that you don't even know what it is you want to do, then that is a pretty good sign that you don't have healthy boundaries. So how else can you tell if the boundaries that you hold or that you don't hold are less than healthy if they're too weak or they're too rigid. Um, let's go through some some ways that you can tell if your boundaries are too weak or too rigid or just less than healthy. So if you get angry when others don't listen or do what you want and you keep having to tell them, and this includes your kids, right? If you are constantly repeating and repeating and like to your kids or your husband, you feel like, how many times do I got to tell you, right? That's not a problem that they have, that's a problem you have. That's a problem that you need to look at how are you communicating your boundary? Are you holding that boundary? The other people in the relationship, we have boundaries to improve our relationship and to help our relationship. When others are not listening or you're getting frustrated or you're feeling resentful, it's time to look at what you are doing or what you're not doing because that's not their fault. You need to look at yourself. You can't change other people, but you can change how are you communicating? How are you setting up that boundary? It's allowing the other people to know what to expect. And when they don't know what to expect, they're going to go all over the place and constantly be testing those boundaries. And if there's not anything in place or there's not a consistency, that's going to confuse them more. And then they're not going to listen to you. They're not going to, you know, they're going, you're going to have to keep telling them. If you feel responsible for making sure everyone is happy and okay, and I know that's something that many of you struggle with is, you know, and it almost borders on like codependency, right? Like thinking that it's your responsibility to make everyone happy, to make, make sure everyone's okay, everyone's taken care of, like, and not giving them the chance to 
take responsibility for their own happiness or their own needs. When you're constantly, you know, doting or constantly in that act of motion and constantly doing for other people because you feel responsible, that's a sign that you need to look at your boundaries. If you often feel angry or, re or resentful in your relationships, this was something, you know, I struggled with boundaries for a long time and it's not that I'm perfect right now, but I have come a long way. And that's why I feel confident talking about boundaries with you because I used to feel very resentful. I used to feel resentful of my husband's ability to relax and it would just get under my skin. Like how the heck could he relax? Right. And that was my own thing. I had to look at myself and say, okay, you know, do I, what, what am I expecting? What am I expecting myself? What am I expecting of other people? Am I letting everyone just like, you know, the kids just like run off after dinner if I haven't communicated to them and held them responsible for their actions? And, and that's a boundary right there. Um, if you feel that you shouldn't have to ask for what you want or need and that others should already know, this is a thinking disorder, like not thinking disorder, a thinking distortion, a thought distortion. It's called mind reading, right? You, you assume that other people should know what you want and without you clearly stating what you want. Some of you may not even know what it is that you want or struggle with asking for help or asking for what it is that you want or that you need. And then you end up feeling resentful or you end up feeling angry because that other person isn't delivering when you've never shared with them how you felt. You don't want to bother or inconvenience others. This is a big one that comes up when, you know, the expectations that you might hold saying like, okay, moms should be doing it all. Like stay at home moms may have that ex expectations even more so or like, well, working moms as well, you know, thinking that you have to do it all, right? You, you, as you're working and you have to come home and be on the clock 24 seven. And that can create a lot of stress, a lot of undue stress. When you take that step back you say like, am I really bothering? Am I really inconveniencing other people by asking them for help, for asking them to, to help me, you know, keep order, to, to make dinner, to do those things in the house when you're asking others to step up and help. Put yourself, see about switching perspective and asking yourself like, how would I feel? Like by you not asking for help, you're denying that other person of the ability to help. And so I want you to think about that next time you think that you're bothering somebody or you're inconveniencing them. It may be a sign that your boundaries are less than healthy if you believe that giving and helping others is part of what makes you worthy, right? We talk a lot about you are important, you do matter, right? It's not your to-do list being a million miles long or you doing all of the things or you taking care of everyone and everything, that's not what makes you worthy. It's not wearing your super mom cape that makes you worthy. What makes you worthy? You are no less important than any, anybody else. And so what makes you important, what makes you matter is because you are you, not the role that you are playing, not the role that you're in, not the the title that you wear or the title that you have, that's not what makes you worthy. You are worthy because you are you. And when you know that, when you feel that in the core, when you fully believe that you are worthy, that you are enough, that changes everything. 
when you, if you find that you often sacrifice your own needs for others, your own needs and wants, that's a sign of poor boundaries. When you hold up a guard and you don't let people know the real you, that is a sign of poor boundaries. When you struggle with being yourself, right? You don't express your feelings or your thoughts, or you put a guard up, you wear a mask. That is a sign that you have poor boundaries. And that may be, mean that you need to t- take a look at that and learn how to be more authentic, learn how to be more of yourself so that you can let that guard down a little bit. And by doing that, you will improve your relationships and you'll improve your mental health. When you believe that if others actually knew what you were thinking, they would not like you. Um, And I did an episode on this too. This is like a huge recap. This is kind of like a, you know, I knew I talked about boundaries in a lot of episodes, but as I'm going through this episode today, or I'm going through this live today with you, I'm remembering, I'm like, I know I had to have talked about boundaries throughout different episodes, because a lot of what I've done episodes in in the past in lives here in the group have all incorporated this. So I did an episode about stop caring what other people are thinking about you because they definitely don't care about you as much as you think they do. And if you're interested in in hearing about that episode, you're going to want to go to episode 18. Um, And that is all about stop caring what other people think about you. So if you struggle with that and you often um, believe that if people actually know what you're thinking or if if people actually knew the real you, that they may not like you, then that's an episode to check out. But that might also mean that you need to readjust your boundaries and take a look at good hard look at them. And then finally, you struggle to trust others and, and you tend to close yourself off from relationships. That is a sign that you have poor boundaries and that they need to be revised and set in a more healthy way and communicated in a more healthy way. And that's a whole other podcast in the future that I, you know, I might get into about how to communicate boundaries because in my um, one-on-one program, in my self matters program, that is a big part of it is setting boundaries. We dive into it and we see, you know, where do your boundaries need some help because people pleasing Um, those unrealistic expectations, like there's different behaviors and thought patterns that stem from the boundaries that you set. And so when we work one-on-one, that's something that we cover. We talk about like what, what needs adjusting and you learn specific strategies to help you communicate boundaries so that you can improve your relationships. You know, self matters is all about improving the relationship with yourself. But when you do that, when you care enough about yourself to set healthy boundaries, that ripples out to affect the relationships that you have with other people. It's just like a natural consequence. It's not something that I teach extra. It's something that comes along with loving yourself will help others know how to love you as well. So if you're interested in finding out more, if if what I read to you or what I shared with you, not read, what I shared with you today, resonated with you and you met quite a few of those like and you're starting to question if you know perhaps your boundaries need some some help I encourage you I invite you to schedule a call with me just go to momswithoutcapes.com backslash self-love or no love yourself not self-love love yourself and you'll see what days and times I have available because like I said it's this call is just going to help us see if working together makes sense, but 
one of the big parts of working together is to look at your boundaries and to see where they need adjusting so that you can improve not only the relationship with yourself, but the relationship that you have with all of those other people in your life. So I invite you to, to check out that link, go to the link today and schedule a call. I've got lots of times open because my kids are done school this Friday, which is exciting. And at the same time, I'm like, what are we going to do all summer? Right. I, last week I talked about my summer bucket list. We still have yet to do that. I've, I've told my kids about it, but we, sh we should have did that last night when we also, or this weekend, but we'll get it done. We'll get it done. Right. Summer didn't officially start for us yet until Friday. So that is it. That's all I've got for you today. I will throw the link to schedule a call with me in the comment section. Oh, I also have another thing. And, and this isn't really something that you need to do right now, but in my group, right? So if you're on my podcast, if you're listening to this in the podcast, come join my Facebook group, right? We're always looking for new moms to join us. And we are just a bunch of super moms who are working on hanging up our cape and come join the group. But I'm also going to be holding a contest through the month of June. And what this contest will be is I want to grow our group. So if you're listening to the podcast, come join the group. And if you know of any moms, invite them to the group. I'll be reaching out to you um, through Messenger. So check your um, other box. I don't know if you know how to, I'll post a, a thing about that, about how to check your other messages, but I'm probably hiding in there. If you joined my group and you've never heard from me, I'm hiding in that other, other mailbox inside Messenger because I have sent almost everybody in my group one message, at least one message. I'm, I'm in my DMs a lot. So I'm always sending messages to my group members. But we will have a contest about growing the group. So I'm going to do some giveaways. I'm trying to figure out what it is right now, but tomorrow will be the official start. So I've got to get thinking maybe while my kids are doing their driver's test with the driver instructor, I'll, I'll start thinking of what can I do for giveaways? I want to grow this group. My goal is to grow it by 100 members through the month of June, which is a huge, huge lofty goal. But I know that with all of your help of those that are already in this group that are watching this Facebook live or in replay, you know, I know that you, with all of your help, we can grow this group by hundred members by the end of June. So who's in it with me, you know, let me know. And I am off. So take care everybody. And I will see you inside the group. Okay, bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Moms Without Caves podcast. I'm always up to hearing your ideas for future episodes. So send me a DM and let me know. And if you enjoyed today's episode, it would be awesome if you'd leave me a positive review wherever you're listening to podcasts these days. Until next time, take care of you. You are worth it.